Hello guys, thank you so much for the great response that we had over the first episode, part one of Date Like a Boss. Dating Like a Boss is a full manual and guide that is on my website at breakuplikeaboss.com and it's also now published on Amazon and on Kindle. So you can definitely look it up and it's Date Like a Boss, B-O, um, dollar sign, dollar sign, because it's the only way you can spell uh, boss, right? So download it and make sure you are going through the full manual and there is over a thousand questions that you should be asking yourself as well as your partner when you're approaching the dating process. Now, this episode is brought to you uh, thanks to BA Interior Design, the best interior design in Miami. I love it for both commercial real estate as well as residential. Make sure you call uh, them at 76-208-4267. This is BA Interior Design. Thank you for the sponsorship. Their number is 76-208-4267. Alrighty, so a lot of you have been asking me about the manual that I posted on Amazon and on my website, Date Like a Boss, and thank you so much for the great response, like I said before, and I'm going to tell you a little bit of background story of how I came about um, the concept, right? So since I got divorced last year and I didn't do dating for a while, obviously, I was my ex-husband for almost 10 years, then I was very curious to see how people swipe, swipe all over the world, right? And for me, it was something new because in my early 20s, we didn't really have dating apps. And, you know, I was in college or um, super young. So we were meeting people at the bars. And, you know, the whole concept of dating apps was something new. So, so here we are. Um, we are, uh, so here I am. <laughs> I am newly divorced and really clueless, heartbroken, and just a little bit lost, right? I feel that we are either lost in transition or translation, especially when we do the dating apps. Uh, now, fast forward 2020, I feel that this is the way that you're going to meet Mr. Right. Why? Because obviously, a lot of places are shut down. People don't socialize like they used to before. And I also feel that a lot of people are just um, a little bit more antisocial, you know, in general, not just because of pandemic. So I'm going to tell you a little funny story. I... <laughs> I first opened um, Tinder when I was in Dubai with my girlfriend celebrating my divorce, quote unquote, last year, because it was Ramadan and we couldn't find any wine. You know, for those of you that have um, not been to the Middle East, it is um, Ramadan is like the biggest holiday of the year and everything shuts down early and they don't sell alcohol, not even for tourists, not even in the hotels. Right. Um, so I'm there with my girlfriends and then we're like, oh, my God, like we don't have any wine any alcohol and we are not looking to have a relaxing time in the hotel so this is how we started my tinder account uh to kind of just get us i don't know free drinks i guess in a more um elaborate way so um we decided to post pictures of us and we said in the bio that three miami girls were um looking to have fun and for wine and within Literally a couple hours, we had so many options, not just of men, but also of liquor, alcohol, right? So how funny is that? So that's how I started kind of playing with the dating apps. And then I realized that a lot of people are just looking for connection. A lot of people are looking for love, sure. And a lot of people are just trying to have a pen pal when they feel alone. Now, I want to hear from you. Um, send me your comments and um messages also on Instagram at breakup underscore like a boss because I love to read uh, your opinion on this. I hear horror stories as much as success stories when it comes to dating apps. So long story short, that was uh, my first Tinder experience. And then I was like, wow, like we can actually date even in groups, right? <laughs> because at that point I was with two girlfriends and so many different type of guys so many age groups just showed up kind of curious to see like i guess what this tourists were doing in ramadan in dubai right um needless to say we got way too much wine and way way too much fun so then i started to um try it kind of more to meet new guys and to make friends once i got back to miami and then I realized that a lot of people are so clueless when they go into the dating game. And I know guys go into dates to get sex, but a lot of women actually go in there looking for Mr. Right. But 
The problem is that when you don't know yourself and you don't know what questions to ask, then you're really just, I don't know, navigating uncharted waters in a very uh, vulnerable position, right? So that's why I decided to create the manual with over a thousand questions that you should be asking your date, but also asking yourself, because I feel that a lot of the problems that we have when we date is that we don't know who we are or what we want. So we attract what we have inside, right? So if you're beautiful inside, if you do the work um, to self-discover yourself and to master your own life, then that's the type of partner that you will bring into your life, right? For example, like when I started doing the dating apps in Miami, because, you know, I was still going through my divorce and I know way too many people, I didn't want to date anybody from here, nobody from Miami, right? So... I was only specifically looking to practice my dating game with some people, some guys from out of town, right? And then I started to discover that it was so much fun to make friends. And a lot of them are still my friends, actually. And I also got a lot of business connections and contacts through uh, the dating apps. So I feel that if you take away the pressure and you go in it with, you know, the right intention, the right energy then that's what you're going to get out of it, you know? And especially when you're going through a breakup, for, for a girl, it's very hard to get back into the dating game. It's the most tedious uh, process, especially if you're still hooked on your ex, but it's something that you absolutely must, must do, girls. You have to go out there and take that energy away from the men that you were dating or that you were with. Why? Because even if you block him on Instagram, even if you don't pick up the phone or if you decide, I don't know, to move out, he can still feel your energy all over him if you're still thinking about him day in and day out. And you know I'm right when I say this because sometimes you think that the person cannot feel it. You can be in Miami and the other person can be in New York. And he will feel your energy if you are obsessing over him. So make sure that you go back out in the game. Dating is just like um, any other skill in training. So when you go into a date, you're really there practicing your skills on how to get to know yourself and how to get to know the opposite sex. Don't go in there thinking, okay, this is the one. I'm going to marry him. Is he going to be the father of my children? No, you're really going in there more mostly to get to know um, yourself, to practice your own skills, your own tools. And uh, take that energy away from the person that you just broke up with, right? Because you should be focused 150% on yourself. When you raise your energy really high up, you are going to attract so many amazing and wonderful men that you're probably not even going to want your ex back. And by the way, don't forget to check out my brand new book that is about to come on Amazon, Break Up Like a Boss, where I talk about all my very specific um exercises and detail of how you manifest your dream guy. Now, this typically takes about 90 days for you to get back to normal, um, six months if you were in a really long, long relationship, for example. And sometimes you break up to break through and sometimes you break up to make up, right? And when you do the work and your self-discovery and your energy is uh, focused on your life and yourself, Many, many times your ex will come back looking for you, but guess what? You might not even want this guy back into your life because you are going to be on a completely different level of energy and you are going to be manifesting and attracting a much higher quality of a spiritual partner. Uh, but this episode is called Dating Like a Boss. And if you have not downloaded my manual, I have over a thousand questions that you should be as asking yourself as much as your date. Because remember, when you go in a relationship to get and not to give, that's a recipe for disaster. Because you cannot give what you don't have. So if you don't have love inside for yourself, abundance, beauty, peace, love, you are not going to be able to give that to your partner, right? And then both of you are going to end and you're going into a relationship empty with an empty love tank. And that is never going to work. So stay tuned for this episode because I'm going to share a lot of really cool details on how to approach the dating game and especially how to master the swipe swipe game. So question number one, the very important question, what am I looking for? 
I feel that when we approach the loving game, um, first of all, when we're at dating apps, right, we're lost in transition or translation, like I talk about it in my manual. If you haven't downloaded it yet, it's on Amazon and Kindle, and it's also on my website. So make sure that you get all this over a thousand questions that you'll be asking yourself and your partner before you approach the dating game. So what am I looking for? Right. So do I really know myself enough to put into words into my dating profile or if someone asks me exactly what type of guy am I looking for and who I am, what makes me happy? Right. And I find it fascinating because a lot of times what girls tell me they're looking for, it's not really what works for them, but what society, their culture, you know, their religion, their parents are expecting for from them to like and they give you a whole bunch of parameters and a checklist that you're supposed to follow and this doesn't really guarantee you happiness because guess what your parents dreams are not your dreams and sometimes society and media you know sell you a fantasy world of you know cinderella and prince charming and sometimes that prince charming is not coming to save you and sometimes you have to save yourself right so i find it also really really um incredibly fascinating because i help a lot of people with their dating profiles that they can put into words exactly what am i looking for and this is actually a red flag that you should be looking for when you are swiping why because when a guy tells you i don't know yet that should be your first question and your first red flag. When a guy says, I don't know what I'm looking for, he's either lost in transition or translation, like I said before. He's either in transition, right? Meaning getting out of a relationship or trying to hook up or test the waters because he's either, you know, in a committed relationship or he wants to try another relationship or he got into a fight with his girlfriend. Who knows? So if the guy is lost in transition, it's going to be very difficult. You know, he's not settled in his career. He doesn't feel successful. He doesn't feel that he has a purpose in life or that he can leave a legacy. He is not going to be able to make you happy. A guy that doesn't work, doesn't produce money, doesn't... um kind of like um, bring something into society, into the community, right? He's not going to feel useful. He can't feel like a protector, like a provider. So he's not going to be able to make you happy because he's not going to be happy and fulfill himself, right? And like I always say, you cannot give what you don't have. So what am I looking for? That should be a very important question for yourself and also for the person that you're going out on a date with. And um, I bump into this, I don't know yet before. And when I ask them, it, they come up with really convoluted um, responses like, oh, you know, I have a kid and I don't know yet what I'm doing. And, you know, maybe I'm going to be moving or da, da, da. Which, which brings me to my next point. A lot of people in dating apps are lost in translation, which means they're just passing by or visiting or they're just moving into the city, which means that they're basically looking for a tour guide, right? Or someone that is going to show them around and someone that is going to help them kind of uh, assimilate better to the city and the culture. And a lot of these guys, you will notice that they're going to text you and write you messages and they want to call you and they text you endlessly and they are not really looking to meet up. If you're a girl listening to this, you should not be texting back and forth for way too long it should be very, um, you know, important questions. What are you looking for? Boom. Where are you at with your career? Are you happy? Do you have kids? Are you spiritual? Are you a voter? Whatever questions that you feel are very important in the first stage of the messaging. And also um, see if he's funny and interested, you know. Because sometimes you get stuck in like one-way conversations where you have to pull teeth or you have to be super funny for the guy to or girl to answer so make sure that you know what you're looking for because if you're looking to have fun fuck boys are very easy to find in every corner every guy wants to fuck but if you want to find a guy that wants to love you take care of you protect you and be in a committed relationship with you then you have to be a little bit more alert of this red flags in my opinion right um and a lot of times when girls don't want to get on dating apps or guys don't want to get on dating apps, I feel that if they go through the process of answering certain questions and putting up pictures, um, that really helps you. Even if you don't go live, okay, that really helps you psychologically speaking and energetically to 
organize your thoughts and yourself and you can kind of see how you feel and where you're at with that particular question. And it should be something very important that you ask the person you're going out with. What are you looking for? You know, because some of them are very straight up and they're going to just want to hook up or they're just visiting or they're looking for friends or the typical they don't know, which I don't recommend going out with these guys. And um, the other ones are going to be the ones that are like looking for a relationship, the ones that are going to be telling you that uh, maybe they don't want to have kids or the ones that are looking for um, something casual, you know, and a lot of people are open about that. And it's very interesting and respectful to put it out there. If you are looking for something casual or nothing serious, a lot of apps give you that option. And if you disclaim it, you know, um, props to you because it takes a lot of ball to be a lot of balls to be honest. And I think that's perfect because nobody wastes times like this right and um another question that's very important is do you know what makes you happy right i encourage you to answer this question first before you make it any farther because knowing yourself is the first step and then comes loving yourself right because when you go into um friendship relationship date to get and not to give you know it's it, it's being something transactional and it never works because Someone that uh, doesn't have love inside of themselves, they cannot, they cannot give you love. So you have to really check and see where the other person is at and check where you're at. You know, are you happy in your life? Is your feminine energy, your masculine energy aligned? You know, are you um, achieving your dreams and aspirations on your own? Or, um, you know, are you f- trying to find the compliment in the approval from the other person because you cannot give that approval um, and do the same thing for yourself right and remember clearly doing this exercise and I think I told you this with my sister in the last episode so it a hundred percent works and if you want to manifest um, a magical spectacular partner don't settle you know I always tell people do not be afraid to want more from life don't settle just because you're getting to an age and your clock is ticking and you want to have kids or you want to get married and don't settle for somebody just because you feel lonely you know don't be afraid to always ask for more and don't ever lower your standards because you want to get maybe I don't know volume instead of quality of men especially for girls I think this is something funny because I know you guys don't really care about the volume so much I mean you really are okay with that um and down the road actually in another segment I'm going to be interviewing a guy that has been doing dating apps for a while he's a friend of mine he's pretty good at it and um I want you to leave me uh questions in Instagram and also in the comments section um, because I want to see what perspective we get from um, the guys, right? In um, the dating app algorithm episode, I took I talked to someone that knows about what words to use and, you know, what pictures to put and stuff like that. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about this with my guest today. So stay tuned because we're going to continue to explore the questions that really will transform your dating life. Another thing that you that I really want you to notice is that if you feel that you're att- uh, attracting a pattern, right, of emotionally unavailable guys or guys that um, don't make you feel like you should trust them, then you have to ask yourself, why are you attracting this pattern? Because if a, you're attracting emotionally unavailable guys, typically means that there's a part of you that is not fully ready to commit, is not fully emotionally available either. And um, for trusting, for example, like there is a part of you that doesn't trust yourself that you can achieve certain things or that you can um, trust to um, really fulfill your commitments, for example. So a lot of times you have to ask yourself, why am I feeling this fear? Is it really about the other person or is it really showing me something about me? And remember, if you approach the dating guy, in the dating um, life in a very casual you know with open heart open eyes open mind then you take away the pressure and that energy is beautiful because every person that comes into your life comes to teach you um a lesson right i always say that uh, and i'm going to be publishing this uh, something very very important soon that how every guy should be a master and they're a master to teach you something about yourself and they're here to help you master something on your own life that you have been lacking so it's very important that you um approach the dating the dating life with the right energy and 
even if you're getting set up with um, friends and family, right? This is not just for dating apps. The way you date, you, the way you date like a boss is going at it with high energy, high vibrations because you're feeling your heart that you're ready and not doubting your own magic, right? Because you're going to attract whoever you are. So if you have a beautiful heart, if you have abundance in your life, if you have, um, you know, love and care and happiness, that's exactly who is going to revolve and uh, be attracted to you. Just, you just have to trust yourself and don't be attached to just the one guy that perhaps is not working out because God knows, you know, a lot of times guys get on um, dating apps and they still have a relationship or they're getting divorced or they got into a fight with their wife or girlfriend or whatever. Um, like I said, they're either going into trans- transition or lost in translation. So don't take it personal. I mean, you don't know these people, right? So if they cancel a date or don't, they don't answer a text or they don't want to have a second date, don't take it personal. As long as you know that this is your movie and the other people around you are taking cameos basically then it takes so much pressure away from you and the dating process can be so so much fun remember you are the main character in your movie and the other ones that you're doing cameos right so you should never never ever give the power to other people to make you feel bad because they shouldn't really affect how you feel right they're going through their own things you know we are all dealing with stuff inside of us nobody knows what's happening like in each other's head or you know hearts so if you approach this dating process with a lot of compassion i feel that this really takes away that you know oh my god he never texted me oh my god this guy disappeared oh my god he didn't call me it's not about them right it's about you. How do you feel? How does this make you feel? What are you learning? You know, now if you continue to just do next, next, next without learning, um, you know, what that master basically came to teach you about yourself, to master about yourself, then this really are time wasters. But if you really pay attention to how you feel and it's all about, you know, how you are really feeling within your energy to approach the dating process, then the other people around the guys or, you know, if you're a guy listening to this, the girls around you don't really have the power to make you feel bad. Don't take it personal. You don't know what's going on in these people's lives. So if someone cancels a date or doesn't show up or doesn't text you to confirm, don't take it personal. Don't be so attached to the outcome, you know. Um, Take this as a very fun process and you're going to make so many friends along the way, I promise. And you're going to like yourself better because you are also going to learn things about yourself. Stay tuned for the next segment because we're going to touch on a couple other questions. And like I said, I'm interviewing a guy in this episode that is going to talk all about his dating profile. Okay, so I guess the guy that was going to talk about his dating profile got a little bit shy. So I'm going to have to share my stories instead Hmm. and just to touch base on the whole master you know learning about yourself and approaching the dating game with compassion i'm gonna tell you a little funny story so my very first tinder date in miami after i got back from dubai in london last year um it was something super funny because i decided to you know kind of do research and take notes because i wanted to journal and i wanted to learn about this whole dating app and just dating in general right because I haven't I didn't do it at that point for so so long I was let's just say rusty right so my very first tinder date I was working non-stop creating my company I was like basically coping by being busy and not dealing with my emotions back then I just I was just work 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 14 hours a day in corporate America and then at night sometimes I was building my company until 1 a.m anyway long story short I even have friends staying over because I was like afraid to sleep alone, which happens a lot of times, right? So I was like, okay, I'm going to change my bio um, every week or every two weeks to see what type of guys I meet, right? And then my very first Tinder date back in Miami, um, he was actually 27. He barely spoke English. He was from somewhere in Eastern Europe, I don't even want to tell you because he probably is going to listen to this. And we became actually really good friends. But he was not the only one that I was dating under 30. I was like, wait a second, this doesn't make any sense. Why do I keep on dating all these super sexy guys? They're just looking to have fun. I was like, wait, 
okay, I get it. I am attracting this type of men because that's what I want right now in my life. You know, I don't have time to actually have a relationship. I don't have time to cook, play wife. I don't have time to really, you know, be like this cutesy little girl that is like all over the men, right? Um, I was for the very first time feeling that I was creating something and, you know, I was submerging myself into work and I was avoiding my issues. But anyway, that's another story. So then I realized that all the guys that I was dating or going out or going out with, they were under 30 <laughs> and they were like 26, 27, 28, just looking to have fun. And they were just super hot and we were partying and, you know, they were coming over. We were like, you know, chilling and they were super relaxed. They didn't really require a lot of commitment from me. And this is um, why I wasn't really committing to myself because, you know, I was just looking to have fun and. I will just parade around all these super sexy guys. And I got to a point that in my bio, I decided to specifically ask for guys that were just not looking for anything serious, which is amazing because a lot of times we actually became friends, right? And like I said, in dating apps, it's really funny because if you approach it with the right energy, then you start finding even business contacts, friends, lovers, you know, sometimes, I don't know, you can even hook up your friends with the guys that you meet, especially um, the way that I approached it. I started doing research for the book that I'm writing and, you know, I was taking notes about myself and, you know, I was kind of doing like a, like a spreadsheet of what type of men I was meeting, which is really funny because sometimes I was like, oh, maybe this guy is not for me, but it could be for someone else, right? And it's, re it's really interesting because in a big city like Miami, New York, LA, you have a constant, you know, influx of in and out options. And a lot of them are as lost as you <laughs> trying to do the dating game. And when it comes to the applications, you know, I don't particularly have a favorite one. I have tried a few, um, but I do believe that in the end, you know, you can be texting for days, texting for hours, calling each other and FaceTiming and everything. It all comes down to um, chemistry and timing, right? It's all about the right timing because sometimes you can be having the most intellectual conversations and the funniest things over text but then when it comes down to it you meet up and then you just don't feel anything at all or the opposite could happen sometimes I have guys that you know I texted like three times and then right away they asked me for my number and then we were now and we became great friends we had the best time together and they made my friends we went out to parties together da da da, da. so when it comes down to it, I feel that um, a lot of people are just looking to connect. You know, me particularly, I was not looking for a pen pal. I'm not good in the phone. I don't like talking on the phone. So my highest quality dates came about, you know, the guys that were very direct and they were really to the point and um, to meet in person, right? Because in the end of the day, you want to meet this person, the, how your bodies are going to react to each other, how you smell, how you walk, how you talk, how you carry yourself. Those things you do not see in the pictures. And this is why it's very important that you are as descriptive as possible when you're doing your dating profile, because that helps you also understand what you are looking for and who you are and what you bring to the table, which is super, super important. Um, now, another funny story is that I started to doing dating apps when I was traveling because I traveled a lot last year to, again, to cope with my divorce. <laughs> and I realized that traveling and doing dating apps is super duper efficient because you could be in Havar going on a date with someone from, I don't know, Copenhagen, for example. And you kind of just see how the different cultures collide. And especially when you're traveling, everything goes, you know, they are your, basically, you know, what you're going for is something super casual and anything is up for grabs. And then also you see the different cultures, you know, like, for example, like Latin men or like Italian men or Spanish men are a little bit more aggressive. Then, you know, you have the Scandinavians that are a little bit more proper, but it's during vacation. So it's fun and everything goes. That's why when I say, um, and I'm writing a book about this, actually, how we're all lost in transition or translation is because we're either testing the waters um, as far as a relationship goes, or we are in, um, lost in translation, traveling, you know, I never did dating apps before while traveling. And let me tell you, I have met so many amazing people, um, 
while just being, you know, for the weekend. And I put it on my bio. Hey, I'm only in London for two, three days. You want to be my tour guide? And I met so many locals like that. I met also so many expats like that. And I made so many great friends along the way as much as um, business contacts, right? And one of the funniest stories that I have actually is that one of my dates, when I was telling them that, uh, when I was telling him that I was doing the dating apps for the first time, he's like, you should write a book about it. And that's how I started journaling. And that's how I created the book idea. And I'm not talking about like Day Like a Boss, which is live on Amazon right now. I'm talking about something way bigger and more exciting that is going to come up really, really soon. So just remember, if you are using the dating apps, you are going to be attracting like who you are. So for example, me last year through my breakup, I was uh, unemotionally unavailable. So I was attracting that. Um, I wanted to have fun. So I was attracting a lot of really young men and I was okay with that. (laughs) And I was super busy anyway. And then I was attracting a lot of men from out of the country, like a thousand miles away per se. And I was totally cool with that because, you know, we all need connection. We all need touch. And uh, in the end of the day, you know, we all want to be loved. We all want to be happy. And if you approach the dating game, like I said, with compassion, then these stories are going to be funny. You are going to create memories about this. And most importantly, you are going to laugh about this next year about yourself. Because remember, nothing has a meaning other than the meaning you give it. And then your thoughts, what you think about something creates your emotions and your emotions create your reactions. The reactions become events and the events become your life. So be very aware of what you're thinking and be very aware of the energy that you're bringing into the dating process. Another super important question that keeps on popping up when I do, um, you know, research with my girlfriends and people that I know, how can I attract true love into my life? And then I always ask them in return, do you truly love yourself unconditionally? Do you truly present yourself um, openly? Are you vulnerable? Do you have an open heart? Do you truly love every single aspect of your life right now? Do you truly love your heart? And I think that's the best way to attract true love and, um, and avoid the, you know, the weirdos and the time wasters, because if you know in your heart that you truly are out there to give pure love, then that's what you're going to attract. And you shouldn't really be afraid to open up your heart and be vulnerable and love infinitely over and over again because that is a very beautiful thing to um a beautiful energy to live in the universe you know if you just put love out there eventually trust me it multiplies and it comes back to you in the most mind-blowing way and if you want to um live a love story that is mind-blowing that is mesmerizing that is magical just make sure that you are truly magically in love with yourself with every aspect aspect of your life and that you are um the happy that you're looking to see in your partner right the happiness that you're looking to see in the partner and speaking of that what do i bring to the table That is something very important that you should know as a woman, your value, right? And it doesn't have to do with career, with the bags, with where you live or, um, you know, what you do for a man or what you do for other people. It really is your essence, your feminine essence, your value as a woman comes within from your heart, you know, because for example, I always give this example, there's a lot of superpower couples and then you one of the, one of the, the sudden like you don't know why the husband leaves with the secretary because maybe this girl that wasn't as good as the wife supposedly is the one that makes the men feel like the men right guys develop emotionally throughout our hearts and that's what we bring to the table we bring our pure heart our pure love a safety net where a man can really just let go enjoy himself and really develop emotionally through our hearts. So we have to just be this soft, warm, feminine energy experience for them because they don't experience the world like we do. They're out there, you know, making money, competing, um, you know, looking for career, success, leadership, you know, doing, doing, doing. And when they come home to us, you want to be that warm, soft, you know, sweet um 
energy where they can just relax and they can feel themselves, right? And um, I'm going to give you a couple more tips actually on how to do this on a better way, in a more effective way. But this is something that you should really um, know that you bring to the table just from being a woman, just from being you. The soft, the softness, the warmth, an open heart, the vulnerability, and your purity. That's what really allows a man to relax finally, to enjoy himself, and to feel like a man, to feel like he can finally open up and develop emotionally through your own heart. So keep that in mind, girls. I mean, this is something super important and super valuable. Um, if you're going to take anything out of this episode, please let that be it. Dun, 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 dun. Another question that you've been waiting for. How long do I wait to have sex when I go on a date? And I want to hear from you guys because this is going to be an ongoing topic. So make sure you subscribe to my podcast and then you leave me your questions and answers in the comments section. I go through them every week and I'm preparing something super, super duper special for you. And like I said before, I will be giving away a one-on-one hour session with me where we can go over algorithms in your dating profile. I can help you with pictures. I can help you how to optimize it. And I can give you kind of a review of um, what you could be doing better and where we can improve to get you the love you want, right? And again, having sex, it kind of like depends on what you're looking for. And it also depends um, in the age, age group that you're in and then culturally as well, right? But my grandma used to say, why buy the cow if you can get the milk for free? So keep that in mind, okay? <laughs> and if you're just trying to get over somebody, I will have to say that you have to have sex. A lot of sex with other people, boy toys right away because they will, this will take your mind off um, that person. Even if you think it's making you feel bad in the beginning, I do feel that you have to at least try to go out on a date and hook up with somebody because, you know, we need um, hugs and kisses and cuddles and all that good stuff. And remember, when you go on dates, you're not there to just look for Mr. Right. You know, this guy sitting in front of you could just be Mr. Right now where you get to practice all the tools that you could be um, ready to go and really using them for when your dream guy Prince Charming actually shows up right right, right now um, right so um, how long do I wait to have sex hmm that's a very tricky question and I'm gonna leave it up to you because that is a very important question for you and your date when you are going out for the first time especially and um, I'm not a big fan of having sex right away but if you are feeling the chemistry and everything I mean there are so many different bases in baseball that you can test and try however I want to read something to you that um, I'm including in the manual don't forget to download it on Amazon date like a boss and boss is spelled b-o um, dollar sign dollar sign okay so, sex is not something you do, it's a place you go together. If you have not tried spiritual sex or sex as a spiritual experience, I really highly recommend it. It's sort of like, I can't even explain it to you because you have to experience it yourself, but it will rock your world. And once you have the filet mignon of sex, I don't know if you're going to be able to have a hot dog or a sausage after that because it's pretty mind-blowing. Uh, it's electrifying and it's a feeling that you really have to experience. I can't even explain it to you. So remember, if you decide to approach sex as an spiritual experience, um, it takes time and, you know, a little bit of intimacy and a lot of communication with your partner. But I highly, highly, highly recommend it. And speaking of a spiritual sex, I also think that it's very important that you don't leave any damaged goods in the universe. So try to be as compassionate, and as sweet and as nice as possible if you're even going to react someone. And this is probably more important for guys, but, you know, girls do it all the time as well. So make sure that you are not leaving um, damaged goods out there or, you know, you're not driving anybody crazy or being manipulative approach the dating game with the right intentions right with purpose with passion and speaking of which passion hmm, a lot of times we feel that we go um i feel that we go on dates or we are going to the dating game or looking for a partner to make 
for them to make us happy. And guess what? You have to make yourself happy. It's not your job to make your partner happy. You can make him happier and it's not his job to make you happy. He can make you happier, but you already have to be happy yourself in your life with your own desires and fulfillment. And um, just to wrap it up, I just wanted to read a couple questions that keep on coming up in the manual, just to you know that you can catch you can touch on this in the first date, second date, third date, however you want to approach it. Um, but these are very important topics, and I feel that sometimes you don't even talk to your partner until you're already in a relationship, or you think you're dating someone, and then in the end you're not, and then this kind of topics come up, and you are like lost, like I said, trans- transition or. Um, translation right but um above all make sure that you know that you are not going to the relationship for the other person to make you happy he can make you happier right and you cannot make your other partner or fix your partner and make him happy you have you can only make him happier right and um here's some of the questions that i think you should be asking on your dates how do you feel about monogamy when you ask this question make sure that you are defining monogamy because Monogamy used to be one partner for life back in the day, and now monogamy is one partner at a time. And um, a lot of times people think um, that you're going into a relationship to be uh, monogamous and exclusive. And a lot of times <laughs> you don't even know that the other person is doing an open relationship and nobody communicated, right? So make sure you are having these very important conversations. And what is your superpower? I think that's a really great conversation opener and a really great way to... Um, um, break the ice in the first date. And if you can have a real superpower, what would it be and why? Always ask follow-up questions. I love the why, the why, the why like three times because that's when you really get to the bottom of the um, the reason why that person answered that question, right? And you should be really looking at, like I said before, body language, um, if they look down, if they like kind of look sad when you ask them a personal question. Pay attention of the way they're ask, answering the question as much as what they're saying with their mouth, right? Um, I always like to ask, what's your favorite holiday and why? Because, you know, um, I'm super big in family and I think that's something that doesn't get discussed a lot and it brings a lot of issues, even when you're just dating or um, even before marry. Like, this could be a huge issue if you're both expecting to spend the holidays as usual, you know, when you were single before with your families and then this becomes like a huge pickle because you never even talk about it. Um, are you happy with your career and job? This is particularly very important for guys because a guy cannot feel um, he's just not ready to be your man when he doesn't feel like one, you know, because he's not happy and fulfilled within his own um, purpose and career and, you know, success in his own life because this is very, very important for men. As girls, we don't have that problem because, you know, our... Um, purpose in life is more like to be happy and love and you know enjoy each day at the time but for guys it's very important to leave a legacy and to have a purpose and to really just be a provider and a protector you know at one point or another a man is going to want to leave a legacy and his family is really the biggest legacy that he can have have you ever wondered why in corporate america they hire guys they have families and um they just kind of like socialize more with them than with a single guy why because this shows strength that so that shows commitment that shows trust responsibility you know a guy that has a family shows that is someone that is sacrificing for a greater good for you know for like has values for the community and really believes in the structure of society which is family right in the end and um Here's some other questions that I'm going to read you to wrap it up. And then, like I said, we're going to be asking the real nutty questions about dating apps to a guy that has been doing it for a really long time. Um, What are some of the hobbies that you like and why? What are the three countries that you want to visit next year and why? And what are your favorite countries that you have visited in the past few years and why? Do you like to cook? Do you like to clean? What's your favorite food? What charitable causes do you support? Do you actually give money or you give your time, right? I think that's a very important question. I particularly like it because then I know if a guy has social responsibility, which is very, very important for me, and it shows character in a man. And I really 
love someone that is into um nonprofits and charitable charitable causes. <laughs> what type of books do you like to read and why? What's your favorite sport to watch or play? Do you know your true calling in life? Another big big question girls before I leave this um episode, I mean segment. What do you consider cheating? This question has come up has, has come up so many times. And again, once you're in a relationship or you think you're dating somebody and then they think the cheating is a completely different thing than you, this is something that you should be talking about very early into your relationship because you want to make sure that, you know, monogamy, relationship, family, cheating and affairs mean the same thing to you or as your partner because then you're going to be in your head in one sort of sort of relationship and then um, the guy has a completely different idea of what you're doing together others right so um another question that i think is very funny that i'm just gonna mention how can i get laid on my first date and this one is for guys so i'm going to leave you with this question um don't forget to subscribe and leave me all your comments and questions in the comment section i will be interviewing a 30 something single bachelor that's been doing uh dating apps and he's going to elaborate a little bit more of what guys are looking for when trying to date like a boss okay so the guy that i was gonna interview the 30 something year old bachelor like i said decided to get super shy so we are not gonna include him in this episode um but he did give me so um much richer input that i would actually have otherwise because sometimes i feel that you know as girls forget that um biologically and uh, hormonally, we are so different, right? We're never going to be the same. We have feminine energy, masculine energy inside both of us, men and women. But, you know, we approach um, our intimate relationships in a different way in the dating game as well. So, for example, for a guy, he is really going into a date looking to get laid. So, interestingly enough, for um, the profiles on dating apps, a lot of times they're not even reading what you're saying. They're just looking at pictures right so if you're putting naked pictures and showing your boobs or legs or ass that's the type of guy that you are going to attract someone looking for that right you have to be very careful to see if they are paying attention to what you're saying and also it's very interesting because i help a lot of men build their um, dating profile and they're so clueless on how to um, sell themselves you know because they just post pictures of themselves and what women are really looking for is the lifestyle that they are um, able to offer them, right? Because they're supposed to be the protectors and the providers. And guys are completely different. They really don't care if you travel to Australia or Romania or Patagonia. They are really looking at your titanas. In the opposite, when girls are looking at the guy's dating profile, they're looking more to the lifestyle, the trips, the car, you know, if he... Um, has a family, if he is like, you know, into children. And I know there's a dog uh, joke going around. <laughs> and I do think it's a very good indicator if the person has a pet, because that means that they're a little bit more caring for both men and women. But uh, like I said, nothing really matters until you meet each other in person, you smell each other, the tone of voice, how you laugh, and just kind of like vibe, you know, it's about chemistry and compatibility. A lot of times you can have many, many things in common in an intellectual, even emotional connection, right, uh, with men, but then you don't have a sexual connection. And for women, it takes a little bit longer to warm up. Um, we actually can get stimulated first by, um, you know, the intellect, our head, then it goes down to the heart. And after a guy touches our heart, our emotions, then we can really get turned on down there so uh for what i've been researching is very interesting because sometimes the guys that you have a lot a lot of sexual chemistry with you are not going to give yourself time and space to actually develop you know a connection emotionally and also intellectually which is very important right um and just like a sort of like a rule i think it's a good idea for a woman to always look up to your men because men like to feel admired and they like to provide and protect you so you know it's not about a uh, transactional relationship or being materialist, materialistic, but um, typically 
I think it works out better when uh, the woman can look up to her men and then the man can actually provide for his woman. Why? Because this is going to push you, the girl, into your feminine energy looking for you know protection and then the man is going to feel like the man because he can actually provide for you. And um, I don't know if you heard my episode with John Gray. He talks all about feminine and masculine energy, which is super, super interesting to touch on. And us girls should use all our masculine energy outside into the workforce, for example, to achieve our dreams. And we typically tend to attract an equally um, high energy partner. So for example, if we're on top of our game from our masculine energy and you know we're achieving everything that we want and we're living the life of our dreams, that's the type of men that we're going to attract. Now, when we're at home behind closed doors, you should really drop into your feminine and allow the men to be the men. And this is a skill, it's like an exercise, it's like a muscle. You need to start it in the dating process. And like I said, download my guide of all the questions you should be asking yourself as much as your date and what should be said and done in the dating game so you can push your men to his masculine, right? Because a lot of times we are doing all the work, we're doing, achieving, and we're going after what we want, but we cannot approach the dating world like that because what happens is the men are not attracted to that. And a lot of times, you know, I hear the very successful women, my girlfriends, for example, they're like, oh, this guy is intimidated by me. Oh no, this guy would not date me because, you know, I make so much money or, you know, I'm so independent. I don't need a man. I don't want a man. Energetically, if you are putting this out into the universe, the man is not really rejecting you or not going after you because you're successful or because you went to an Ivy League school or because you make $250,000 or because you're an attorney. The man is really not going after you because you are not allowing him to feel like the man. Remember, for them, it's not so much about um, the intellectual connection. You can be super, super smart, but super, super single. For them, is you know, it's, it starts with the chemistry. So, you know, it starts with the sex because they cannot express um, emotions and feelings and love without that part. So for them, it starts in, I guess, the bottom part of the body. Um, and then it moves up to the head intellectually. And then it goes down to the heart. But remember, they operate in a different way. So behind closed door in, in the dating game and the, the loving game, I guess, then you have to allow your feminine energy to shine because you're going to bring a very masculine, in tune, aligned partner because you don't want to be doing everything, right? There are a lot of women that they want to get married, have kids, so they do everything themselves. And yeah, they might get married. Yes, they might get kids. Yes, they might get the men, but it's exhausting. And down the road, once the roles reverse, because at one point in the intimate relationship, the man has to feel like the man and the woman has to feel like the woman in order for you to have chemistry. You have to have polarity. You have to be able to get turned on by each other. And if this doesn't happen, then you guys are just best friends or roommates, which is what ends up happening in a lot of marriages and relationships. So drop into your feminine, uh, in your intimate relationships, allow the men to be the men and learn how to date like a boss. And don't forget to subscribe, leave me your comments in the comment section. Also, boss.com And don't forget to download my ebooks on amazon.com. Thank you.